Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WQYLDB Wapasha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flanagan. Your, your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Hello and welcome to Enterprise Now. I am your host, L.D. Flinard, and you are listening to Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. We have a wonderful show for you tonight. I have with me Baseline to Go Line, Mr. Al Boogie, the franchise, and Mark Harris, the phenom, and they have a wealth of knowledge that they're going to share with you tonight. But before we get started, I want to tell you guys about a food drive that we had in partnership with Hunger Task Force um, this past August. We actually raised $405 and 583 pounds of food to help feed the hungry. So if you had anything to do with that food drive, thank you so much. Waukesha Stream Dance Team, thank you. Liberty Dance Center, thank you. Our food vendors, Meat on the Street, Sunset Popcorn, thank you guys for coming out. I got nothing but good reviews for uh, from the people about the food and how tasty it was. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Forever Faded Barbershop, thank you for being one of our drop-off locations. Uh, we appreciate your help and your, um, your support in this endeavor. Also, Sunset Popcorn, thank you for serving as the second uh, drop-off location. We really appreciate your support. So again, like I said, we have Baseline to Go Line with us. And guys, as I tell all, all of my guests, tell us about yourselves. You can go as far back as you want to go, <laughs> all the way back to your childhood <laughs> or the present day. Right. Tell us. What is Baseline to Go Line? Okay, so Baseline to Go Line is pretty much a um, podcast in which I actually brought to the phenom Mark Harris. I brought it to him, and um, it was just an idea that I brought to him. Now, I don't know if he even knows this because I never <laughs> let this little nugget out of the, the shell before, mm-hmm. but what happened was is when I brought it to him, I didn't even have him in mind as the co-host. Okay, um, I brought it to him just to get his... <laughs> his um his views about it and what he thought about the idea of the podcast. And when I brought it, I was like I said, I had five other people that I were I was gonna interview for this particular um podcast. Now when I brought it to him, he jumped on it right away. Gotcha. Just deboed my shot. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> did. Pretty, it was pretty much a, a, a jack move. <laughs> he brought it to me right away and he okay. was like he said, Well, you know, I'm down with it. I I want to do it. Now for um this is my barber mark and i go back probably 10 years this is my barber so what we normally do in the in the barbershop on saturdays anyway is barbershop talk Mm -hmm. which leads to a lot of sports conversation Mm -hmm. and that's the reason why i initially brought it to him but when he told me that he was down for it and he wanted to do it those other five people that i had in mind to interview Mm -hmm. I didn't even want to interview him anymore. See, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I know I headlocked him, though. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like I said, it was... So, basically, what it is is um, the format in which we have, it's unscripted and unrehearsed. And what we mean by that is we we go back and we may talk about the topics that we're going to discuss, right? Mm-hmm. So, we'll pick the topics that we're going to discuss. At that point in time, Mark goes his separate ways his separate way I'm sorry I go my separate way and then we come back to do the show with that being said I don't know how he feels about a particular topic nor does he know how I feel about the particular topic until we actually shoot the show gotcha baseline to goal line is basically so we discuss the majority of the time is basketball and football Mm -hmm. hence the name baseline to goal line and the reason why is because those two sports are year round pretty much okay right 
but we do have certain topics within the show where we will discuss other sports, mm-hmm. like our Cooler Talk segment, okay. where we'll discuss baseball, boxing, or whatever in other sports. Yep. So I mean, it's pretty much like you said. We I just we love sports, mm-hmm. sports fanatics. I mean, I can watch, and I and I've told him this. I could watch just about any sport. Okay. Any sport. It doesn't doesn't really matter. Does that include golf? Especially golf. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm a golf. I I love sports, man. Any any competition, I could watch anything. And okay. so, it's it's it was it was just uh and you know I I didn't realize that that I would love talking about it, but I I all I know is that I love sports, and I know we love talking about it when we with each other. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, like you said, I mean, we've been knowing each other for a long time, and most of our conversations center around sports, and okay. so it made a lot of sense. I mean, I've been following all types of sports all my life, especially okay. football and basketball, of course. Okay. But baseball, golf, tennis, I mean, I'm a big Wimbledon fan. I love watching it. I mean, I, I got my, you know, I'm the oldest sibling in my family, so okay. every year now, because I watched Wimbledon, and I would I would I would get up and watch it early in the morning, and mm-hmm. watch all of the, the the updates and all of the, you know, just everything. So I mean, I just love sports. Period. Okay. So um, even hockey. Okay. I can all get right. into a little hockey. Yeah, he took it a little bit uh, left with the <laughs> yeah. hockey thing, but you know, I'm I'm starting to get into it a little bit more yeah. now mm-hmm. because of the format in which we have. Okay. Um, and I'm starting to be cognizant about, like he said, the different sports, uh, tennis. Mm-hmm. Um. I wasn't too fond of baseball until like maybe two years ago. Okay. But now I really love baseball during the playoffs. Okay. October is like one of the best times of the year for me personally because not only do you have the MLB playoffs going on, but that's when basketball, the end of, of October is when basketball is starting. Mm-hmm. And football is in full swing that time. Right. I'm like a kid in the candy store during that time. You can't get me away mm-hmm. from the television during that time. Gotcha. Yeah, so – um, <clears throat> excuse me. Just to go back, and I know you you mentioned um, about us. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. I grew up in Racine, Wisconsin. This is Al Boogie the franchise talking. All right. I <laughs> they grew know up, the difference, brother. I, <laughs> I was born in Mississippi. Okay. Tupelo, Mississippi. Matter of fact, I was born at the same hospital as Elvis Presley. Okay. It was only one during that point in time, so it's no big news. But anyway, um, <laughs> born in Tupelo, Mississippi. I, we moved to Racine, Wisconsin when I was about four years old. Throughout high school, I played basketball um, and football. I played football only one year because I got hit so hard. I said, yep, this is it for me. <laughs> That'll do it. Right, exactly. So I was just like, nah, no more football for me. So I played basketball, and I, I played varsity basketball my sophomore, junior, and senior year. Okay. Um, and then I went on to play college basketball as well um, as a point guard. And um, now for me personally, basketball is my number one love when it comes to sports. Okay. Followed by boxing, I'm sorry, not boxing, but followed by football and boxing. They're pretty much on the same playing field, um, 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. And when I mean 1A and 1B for boxing, it's, it's, also, it's always predicated on who is fighting the match. Okay. You know, of course, with boxing, matchups make the you know make greatest fights or whatever. So for me, like I said, it's basketball, football, boxing, and then the trickle-down effect starts happening with baseball, followed by golf. I'm starting to get into golf a lot, too. And um, even tennis. So okay, okay. Yeah, me uh, about the same. I probably didn't um, wasn't wasn't necessarily a star. I played a played I played ba- football. I played football um, freshman, sophomore, junior year. Okay. And the reason why I didn't play senior year is because I transferred schools after that. Okay. Um, love football. Love playing football. Love playing in the cold weather. Love playing in the rain. I'm, I'm a weirdo, but um, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> so love thunderstorms and that kind of stuff. That was I used to get off on that, but gotcha. Um, <clears throat> I didn't. I was always uh, athletic person, but I really didn't. Um, never didn't. Never did shine really in in, in high school. But it my my love for sports started when I was probably about seven eight years old. Okay. Uh, watching football that was really the first sport that I really got into was football okay and so um football I love um and then I started kind of gravitating to basketball mm-hmm. and so those were the two sports that I would primarily watch my da- my, my, my entire family is our sports fans my sisters have when during the football season mm-hmm. they have they have a packer party every sunday okay um hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hater over here <laughs> um <laughs> 
but you know my dad was you know he was athletic and but he you know he was also a preacher so i got a, mm-hmm. a full ride of background with you know pre, uh, church and singing and that's primarily what i thought i would do was always would would be a singer so okay um i'm, I'm pretty decent with it so. <laughs> but the phenom is the phenom for a reason hey, that man. name phenom <laughs> he is a phenomenon for a reason <laughs> <laughs> he wears 50,000 different hats <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true so i mean and um so uh my love for for for, for sports period just kind of you know always takes over my life just kind of right. you know just never thought that i would be doing something like this but um you know in the far reaches of my back of my brain mm-hmm. i thought you know always f- would would admire people who covered sports so okay. uh this opportunity was just you know just just i appreciate the um franchise right? yeah, Boogie, i appreciate i appreciate him letting me debo him into <laughs> having my spot in this right and i was yeah, a lot it of sounds fun. like you didn't he didn't really have much of a choice right yeah, nah. pretty much yeah nah. it was like i said when i mentioned it to him it was like I saw the twinkle in his eye when I mentioned it to him about the uh, podcast, and when I saw the twinkle, it was like, okay, uh, this this may this may not leave this room. You know, this idea may stick in this room, and then something may come to fruition with it. Which is, you know, I'm, I'm it's it's good to do it with somebody that you actually have a rapport with. Mm-hmm. You know, it would have been I think it would have been a little bit weird had I interviewed different people for the particular position in which uh, the phenom holds. And then I would have been, you know, I don't know the rapport that we would have had for that situation. So, and I always tell him, um, I appreciate him so much when it comes to it because he brings out the best in me. When we, you know, when we're going back and forth and when we're talking about different sports, he doesn't understand this to, because I tell him this every single show Mm -hmm. and he doesn't get it because I try to do a one man fast break by myself (laughs) to no avail. It did not go well at all. And I keep telling him this and he doesn't get it. Like I need him to be side by side with me without him. And I'm being a hundred percent honest without him. There's no show. Gotcha. But without the bench mob, which is our fan base, um, we don't have a show at all. Like everything is predicated around the bench mob. We try to curtail everything for the listeners because regardless if, if we have the listeners or not, me and Mark are going to do, we're going to talk sports anyway. Right. But in order to do baseline to go line, our podcast, we need our listeners. Yeah. And we big up our, the listeners every single show. We try to give them um, as much um, feedback, as much knowledge as we can give them. And then they also get incentives as well. You know, yeah. we, we give out T-shirts and we're getting hats and we're getting all type of different merchandise in which if they are avid listeners and they contribute to the show, meaning mm-hmm. they ask certain questions and we ask their questions online, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, during the show, they get incentives for it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Tell me a little bit more about how this came about in terms of when you knew, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, so sure. Like I said, it, for me, it was just, it was an idea. And the reason why is because I was actually, believe it or not, I was going to go back to school, try to go back to school for broadcast journalism. Okay. Because I love talking about sports. And then I thought about it. And I just thought about all the different social media outlets that we have right now. You know, and YouTube is your best friend right now. You can, you can get a doctor's degree on YouTube. <laughs> you can find out anything that you want to know on YouTube. So what I did was I just started doing the research, right? Mm-hmm. I started looking up podcasts. I started looking up how to develop a podcast. And then with that being said, I ended up going to, um, you know, just different channels and stuff. And I found out how to do the edits. So I edit the show myself. Okay. You know, um, I bought all the equipment, you know, and yes, it was a pretty penny. And I'm I'm not recovered yet, but it's coming. Don't worry about it. But anyway, um, so I bought all the equipment. We did a couple of test runs just to see, you know, the feedback that we were going to get and things. I think we did three, three, three test run shows. And um, just to see the feedback that we were going to get, you know, and and it was positive feedback. Okay. Real positive feedback. We did have some um, haters out there, quote unquote haters, (laughs) but we need those as well. Right. Because sometimes their um, negative criticism, it can also be a positive because they, they may, you know, they may talk in a negative kind tone or whatever but you can still take something away from it you know it could be some underlying truth with what they're saying Mm -hmm. you know so you you can still take something away from it so 
<clears throat> so like I said, it was it was an idea. And when we really, when I really thought, and I'm not sure, I, I can't speak for the phenom when he thought that it was going to really come to fruition, but when I really thought, okay, this could be something special is actually when, when we recorded our first show. Okay. I didn't think that it was going to take off in the way that it's taken off now, mm-hmm. meaning that we're, we're getting a lot of uh, great feedback f- from um, our listeners and things. So I didn't know that it was going to take off in the way that is that is taken off as of right now. But I thought it could be something that we can hold on to for for a long period of time. OK. Yeah. And it's um, it, like how much how much could you talk about sports? Sports is going on all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, I know. I didn't. I didn't anticipate it was going to take off like it did. I thought it would be a slower burn, mm-hmm. and um, I guess maybe because I think the the chemistry that we have is just based on the likability that we have for one another, mm-hmm. or love for one another. Yep. Um, we're already being in relationship. I mean, <laughs> certain things will be happening, and we could be going back and forth, texting each other, watching a game or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wouldn't be like, you know, like like something we wouldn't do already. Gotcha. And 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 you also find out how much people love hearing about sports, mm-hmm. how much they love it. And we always say that we we're very appreciative that anybody would take out time to mm-hmm. listen to what we're saying, mm-hmm. be interested and intrigued by what we're saying. Right. Um and I think it's just all really about personality and and I think the fact that we don't script anything, mm-hmm. we don't rehearse anything, mm-hmm. it all comes across genuine and sincere and from the heart. So I may feel one way one week, mm-hmm. and then because I've been so sincere after I think about it, I may come back the next week and be like, you know what, man, I was wrong about that. Gotcha. I shouldn't have said this. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. That happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I think that that's 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 the appeal. Okay. I think people. I'm I'm I've always been not always, but you know, as I got older, I'm I'm not a young dude, but as I've gotten older, I've I've really found out sometimes you may not necessarily identify with what you like about someone or what you dislike about someone, Mm -hmm. but I think it's really how close to what you're saying or what you're projecting Mm -hmm. is that really who you are. Gotcha. So if you're authentic, I think people embrace authenticity quicker than they do something that's phony and fake and they can sense that Mm -hmm. they can sense whether or not you are what you're saying you are Mm -hmm. or you will do what you're saying you will do they they know they know they inherently know what it is and so i think that's another great appeal you know i think that's a great appeal for with the show that we have and i think because of it that's the reason why a lot of people are loving it and then we're adding more people every week right right and it's 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 pretty slick too because also what happens is this. See, Mark is more of the laid back. He's more of the laid back um, guy, and I'm more of the rah rah like in your face type of guy, mm-hmm. which is cool because the contrasts are so different. It brings a different element to the show. <clears throat> also, excuse me. Also, what happens is since he is a little bit older, he has a different perspective about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because that plays an intricate part as well because I can see something from one point of view and Mark could be like, yo, hold fast. You know, wh- why not this? Mm-hmm. And since he's a parent, it's it's a little bit, you know, it's different because he's like, well, why can't you, you know, how come it can't be this? Like with the Ryan Lochte situation. Oh, boy. For instance. Yeah. No, this is, a, this is a good way. You know, Ryan Lochte. Mm-hmm. I was all in, in a situation like, you know, to heck with Ryan Lochte. He did this and did that. Mm-hmm. Mark was like, listen, he's he's a kid. Yes, he's grown in age, but he's a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that he's been given, or I shouldn't even say that, everything that he's gotten has been on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. He is privileged, and he's a kid. So I had to fall back and be like, yeah, you know what, you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. So he sees a lot of stuff from different angles, and so do I. So it plays off, and it works well because of that. Gotcha. Yeah, we can both, like he said, I can I can do that for him, but he does it for me too. It's mm-hmm. like, he can see it a particular way, and I might be like, ah, yeah, you got a great point. And, it, you know, it has shift things. And in the midst of us talking, and we may come across debating, and then at other times we'll come across like, hey. Can I give a, a quick scenario of what he's talking about? Prime example was last week when we were talking about um, Bernard King. Okay. Someone asked if, why isn't Bernard King mentioned with one of the greats? Okay. 
you know, and Mark gave it just on the basketball so connotation. Let, let me let me sure. break in here. Let's give the people a good example of what a baseline to go line. Just a two to three minute conversation. Conversation okay. on on this topic. On this on particular what topic. it would be like sure. if they were listening to baseline to go line. Okay, so once again, so we're going to use this 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 scenario that we used last week with Bernard King, and the question was, why isn't Bernard King? mentioned on a consistent basis with one of the greats so my my point of view seeing him play i mean uh i don't know how much younger um al is than i am i, I could probably figure 15, it out. Years. <laughs> 15 years 15 years younger than al knows exactly yeah. 15 <laughs> 15 years, years. so <laughs> my perspective watching watching bernard king i love bernard king mm -hmm. and this is this is how we'll exchange i loved him I thought he was one of the greatest scorers in the history of basketball. During his stretch of time, he, he set a record for, I believe he set a record for uh, most consecutive 50-point games. Sure he did. Um, so I loved him because I loved the score. Mm -hmm. One of the drawbacks with him, though, is he wasn't known as a defender. He wasn't known as, you know, anyone who was uh, necessarily uh, really got along good with other players. Mm. He was a standoffish really a mean guy okay. and then the media really didn't feel him because he really wasn't warm to him mm. he also you know you don't you don't just put, this is stuff that's been documented he was an alcoholic mm. um he had a very troubled life and so that came across as when he played he was a bit angry and mm. you would feel the anger when you were in his presence mm -hmm. so i thought because he doesn't get mentioned with the great, even though he was a great scorer, mm. he wasn't a complete player gotcha. as a whole. And so. And, and from my point of view, it was because right now in this day and age that we live with, media, news and everything, it moves so quick, mm -hmm. right? So when you're talking about even the greatest players of all time, typically you'll see these greatest players of all times on highlights, social media, mm -hmm. things of that nature, right? Since I am an avid sports fanatic, it's, an, it's disgusting, right? It's just <laughs> disgusting. But since I'm an avid sports fanatic, even the older players that I didn't have a chance to see firsthand, mm -hmm. I go back on YouTube and I, and I archive everything, okay. right? But with this, with this new age of um, sports watchers, and I'm talking about the early 2000s to present, mm -hmm. if you're not regularly in social media, if you're not selling sneakers and things of that nature, you get – you get thrown to the wayside. You can ask a lot of people right now who is Charles Barkley. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know it from this new age. Mm -hmm. You know, of course we know who he is, mm -hmm. but from this new age of bas or, uh, sports watchers, a lot of people don't know who Charles Barkley was. A lot of people don't know who Karl Malone was. A lot of people don't know who John Stockton was. Mm -hmm. And I can go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. But why do we know who Michael Jordan is right now? Sneakers. Mm -hmm. His sneakers are still selling the same way that they were, if not more, the same way that they were selling 20 years ago and with that being said since he's always in the limelight with sneakers and things like that people are consciously going back to YouTube watching his videos to see okay why is this man's sneakers selling so much mm -hmm. LeBron even Kobe to a lesser degree Allen Iverson they still have sneakers to this day and I shouldn't even say LeBron because he's still relevant but Allen Iverson he still has sneakers to this day that are actually still selling mm -hmm. so when the sneakers are selling people are going back to say okay listen this guy is still selling sneakers. Let me go back to see how bad of a player he was. Bad meaning good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How good of a player he was. So they're going back and they're looking at the YouTubes and things. What do we have to go back to look for for Bernard King? Mm. He's not in the limelight. Gotcha. At all. And since the news travels so quick, if you're not in the limelight on a consistent basis, you just get thrown to the wayside. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and, and also those guys, there were different people who were likable people. Mm-hmm likable like magic magic johnson larry bird larry bird he knew how to he knew how to communicate mm -hmm. michael michael jordan was the greatest of all of them because he even even though he was a terror on the court and i'm gonna talk about michael jordan all the time because he's all my favorite player. the time <laughs> he's my favorite player and i'm mm -hmm. unashamed and i will not he's unapologetic too yeah. unapologetic as well so mm -hmm. but he was great with the media that's mm -hmm. i think along with his great play mm -hmm. on on the court mm -hmm. that also helped to catapult him because they were always drawn to him mm -hmm. always asking him and he was always 
very very cordial very very pointed gotcha. and um you know and and he spoke very very well spoken as well mm -hmm. so he was likable in interviews but when you see him when you see him on the court like he put a uh, Al put a put a clip of um Michael Jordan and uh Kobe Bryant in the All-Star game mm -hmm. really going at each other like really going at each other and Mike was I mean, he was a terrorist on the court, mm -hmm. for real. Mm -hmm. he, people, he, and this he, was in his latter years. This was when Mike made the All-Star game for the Wizards. This is yeah. when he was an All-Star for the Wizards. So this is post, this is post uh, Michael Jordan in his prime. Mm -hmm. And he yeah. was still, still that competitive nature is still there. Mm -hmm. It's always there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, you even saw that as Hall of Fame speech. Right. He right. was going Absolutely. at everybody on his Hall of Fame speech. The people who talked down on him, the people who didn't believe in him. Mike took a shot at, at, at everybody on during his Hall of Fame speech. That mm -hmm. competitive nature is never going to leave him. He's mm -hmm. just that type of player. Yeah. And one last thing. Anybody else that would have had that type of speech at the Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. they would have blasted him. They didn't Definitely. do that to Mike. Definitely. Mm -hmm. they, didn't, they, they, they almost applauded that part of it. Mm. That's, how, that's how wrapped around his fingers he had the media. Yeah. So that was a big difference between a Bernard King mm -hmm. and a Michael Jordan. His greatness was, of course, on the court, but also when he gets off the court and he's in the interview room, mm -hmm. he also was an all-star there as well. Gotcha. So definitely, gotcha. <clears throat> very cool, very cool. So let's talk about some of the things that you guys just talked about sure. with respect to business, right, and entrepreneurship. What I heard you guys say is Bernard King wasn't as as well branded. Right. As mm -hmm. the the mm -hmm. other superstars, he wasn't as well. Um, he didn't have the communication piece. He didn't know how to how to articulate his his brand mm -hmm. and how to to uh, to connect, which is what branding is, right? Yeah. How to connect with the fans. Absolutely. So taking that same theme into the podcast world, talk about how important that is for you guys to be able to brand and to connect with your with your bench mob yeah sure fan. yeah the fan base sure so like mark said um you know sports is so synonymous when it comes not to just i mean to to culture to everything sports bridges the gap mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying between um cultures and um ethnicities mm -hmm. and things of that nature so yep. what ends up happening is you can get inside a room of 10 people and i guarantee you seven to seven of those 10 people are going to be some type of sports fans in some way, shape, or form, mm -hmm. right? So with that being said, we talk about a broad variety of things. Not only are we talking about sports, but we also talk about the social issues that go on within sports. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we do break those topics as well. We try to, we try to um, talk about difficult topics as well as, and what I mean by difficult is stuff that people, they don't necessarily want to, listen to or indulge in mm -hmm. but sometimes it needs to be said yeah. just to give people a different understanding of what's going on in society mm -hmm. right so our fan base is so broad i mean from 15 years old all the way up to like 60 65 year old people that's listening to the show and from different walks of life different ethnicities different cultures and everything so what we try to do is we try to make it to a point where I only allow certain words to come out, right? And what I mean by that is curse words because of that um, topic. Now, I may get heated about some stuff and something may fly every once in a blue moon, but I try to, once again, I try to... This be a blue moon if, every show. If, if Listen, you guys can see Mark's face, I, he's blue, like, blue, I wish, moons happen I wish I could time. channel... I mean, <laughs> we live with the blue moon. <clears throat> but seriously, so there's only certain type of words which... You even the words that I use, you will even hear on on regular television today. <laughs> excuses, excuses. No, I'm too. serious. Like the words that you that I will say, Mark doesn't curse at all. But the words that I will say, if I'm real animate about a topic, you know, and uh, damn may fly, you know, he double hockey sticks may fly. Mm -hmm. S may fly. Yeah, you know, um, sugar honey iced tea may fly. <laughs> You know, it's certain <laughs> words that may fly. Now, sugar, honey, iced tea, you're not going to hear on regular television, per se. But the other two words, you know, you may hear that every once in a while on regular television. Mm -hmm. However, we don't, we, we seriously don't a allow. <laughs> yeah, that too. But we seriously don't allow the other words because our, our fan base is so broad. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's, there's certain stuff that, you know, 
I want it to be as true as it is. Now, let's just say, for instance, we may get a, a five-hour energy or we may get somebody else that wants to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to curtail our, our, our show later on down the road and we lose members of the bench mob because we have, we're not being true to who we were when we first started the show. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, the people who were rocking with you in the beginning, they're going to be there for the long haul. Right. right? You'll pick up people. As long as you don't change. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you'll pick up people along the way. Mm-hmm. But your true fans are going to be there f- with you from now until 20 years from now, especially if you're putting out good product. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I try. Well, we try, I should say, you know, to our audience is so broad that we can't cur- we can't cater to a specific type of person. Mm-hmm. So we cater to everybody. Right. It's like our audience is like a big pot of gumbo. Dead serious. Like mm-hmm. you put so many different things into this pot of gumbo and you form the bench mob. Yeah, and we're gonna be in. I think uh, another thing too is in, integrity is also another another uh, element that exists that I think is a for us is a building is a building block for for branding. Okay, remaining integrous, and that's what he's talking about. Don't change once you um, you have sponsors coming and saying this or that. Mm-hmm. We try to be mindful of it, mm-hmm. but we don't also don't want to shave so much off that we that we aren't who we are. Gotcha. Right. You know what I mean? So we have to stay in, integrous to who we are mm-hmm. and 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 even how we convey our opinions, mm-hmm. our thoughts, our questions, whatever. Okay. Um, and, we, and we express it in a way that's that's authentic to us. Definitely. And so I think that our, our biggest thing is 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 covering the sport in a very pointed way mm-hmm. with great perspective great dialogue great exchange mm-hmm. and authenticity i think those things are the layers of what we bring to the table okay. as far as, as far as our podcast and, and branding it and there's there's a lot of times like if once again see the 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 ill part the dope part about the show is we don't know how one another feels about the topics until we are actually sitting down. Right. There's been certain situations we've we've got heated with one another. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, you know because we we don't agree on every single thing that we talk about, mm-hmm. right. which is good. Right. You know you need that mm-hmm. as well. Um, and, and it's not scripted. It's like that's how I really feel, dude. You man, you bugging <laughs> right? And I feel the exact same yeah, way man. some of the time. You know and. But like you said, with that being said, you know, I think it, 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 it causes for better dialogue. And there are certain times where I even had, I will go in about a certain player, a certain team or whatever that I'm not particularly fond of. This guy to my left more so than me. <laughs> and, you know, our members, they'll come back at us like, yo, you really feel that way? I'm like, yeah, I feel that way about this person otherwise. But it's good because... Now we're getting the fan base to actually start interacting with us. Yeah. They're asking questions about certain stuff. They're commenting on certain things that we are saying, which is good. It because it's a it's a domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. For your for your for your members and for the people who are actually listening to the show, it becomes a domino effect because if one person is commenting, it opens up the floodgates for everybody else to feel comfortable enough to start commenting on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It only takes one person, right? And then it spreads like wildfire. So that's what's happening now. We're getting more questions for the different segments and things of that nature that we have during the show. We're getting people to comment on the things that we are talking about more. Mm-hmm. And it's bugging me out because I'll be out somewhere. We were just talking about this on the way in. I'll be out somewhere and somebody would just come up to me, man, your show is good. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm still in the, in the we're still in the beginning processes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it's so crazy because it's catching on. Like I was at, I was at Hat World one day. Take that back. I was at GNC one day. And I was getting some stuff for um, the gym, some workout stuff for the gym. And, you know, I was talking to this guy and he was like, well, you know, um, I said, what you listening to? He said, I'm listening to First Take, but it's not the same because Skip Bayless isn't on there anymore. You know, they got Max mm-hmm. Kellerman. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, but, man, I started listening to this one podcast and I don't know where these guys are from. <laughs> and it's pretty good. I was like, oh yeah. I said, I, you know, I got a podcast that I do. He says, really, what's the name of it? So I pull it up. Baseline to go line. Man, that's the podcast I'm talking about. I'm like, what? He was like, yeah. He said, that's not your podcast. So I had to show him proof <laughs> of it being my podcast. But that's bugging me out because mm-hmm. us going into this, I ne- we didn't even have any type of expectations about what it was going to be. Mm. You know, so we just went into it blind. Gotcha. Not knowing what it could potentially amount to or what it p- could potentially become. 
and we're still getting everything that we're going through right now. We're so green mm -hmm. that everything that we're going through right now is is new. Gotcha. But it's exciting. The yeah. ride, the wave that we're on, and the ride that we're having right now is so exciting. I I can't even put it into words. I'm really ready to stop working, but I'm not gonna do it yet. <laughs> but I'm really because I just want to give everything to it just to see where it's gonna go. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think it could be I, 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 with the way that it's going. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but just with the product that we're putting out and the feedback that we're getting from people, good and bad, because we are getting some bad feedback yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. But it's becoming great, and it's becoming the the show, and the show is becoming what is becoming, which is baseline. It's forming to be baseline to goal line. What what I thought it could probably potentially become mm -hmm. is starting to conform towards that. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, let's take a quick break, and then when we get back, I have a ton of questions about um, the bad feedback and motivation and that type of sure. thing. Sure. So, you are listening to Enterprise Now. I'm your host, LZ Plenard. You're on WQYLDB Radio. You're listening to WQYLDB Wathashaw, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road. Enterprise Now with LZ Flynn. Your, your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. I'd like to welcome our premier sponsor of the Enterprise Now radio show the Waukesha County Technical College Small Business Center. The WCTC Small Business Center is a community service initiative of the college with one primary mission, to help entrepreneurs start and grow small businesses in southeastern Wisconsin. The center offers a variety of low-cost to no-cost resources, including non-credit courses, services, and networking events, all designed to help real-world entrepreneurs succeed. Remember that passion without action is just a hobby. For more information, visit www.wctc.edu slash small business. Then contact center manager Russ Roberts directly at 262-695-3468. Or you can email Russ at rroberts at wctc.edu. Welcome back to Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. I am here with Al Boogie, the franchise, and Mark Harris, the phenom with Baseline to Gold Line. Before the break, we were talking about branding, marketing, positive and negative feedback. Tell me a little bit more about that. How do you take the negative feedback and transfer that into motivation? Well, um, I think it all it all could end up positive just based on you being um, open to criticism mm -hmm. uh, and you making it constructive. Uh, I think a lot of times people don't necessarily mean any breakdown or any harm. You may have some haters out there that, you know, that may just want to see you struggle, but um, the way you turn it around is really your own perspective. Mm -hmm. And perspectives, I think, where I have come, again, I'm an aged gentleman. Um, Seasoned. <laughs> where where I have come to is understanding that my 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 perspectives is my are my choice. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how you empower really take the power and realize you you have a power that can utilize every positive or every negative, mm -hmm. every compliment, every criticism to your advantage to to help to build because it may bring some attention to something that you need to pay attention to. Gotcha. And if you pay attention to it, it is your perspective that says, you know what, let me look at this, let me listen to this, mm -hmm. let me dig digest this and see how I could either improve on this, change this for the better, mm -hmm. and leverage it you know, to, to, to grow gotcha. and to increase. So I think that negative criticism, how we take it, that's my my perspective you know the it, I, I take it and choose the perspective that i want to utilize it for so and leverage it for and i don't i think that it's always going to end up growing me and increasing okay the Def show definitely and um you know we, we we're putting ourselves on a line every 
every time we shoot the show. Mm-hmm. Reason being is because, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, yes, we have facts to back it up, but it's also opinionated, mm-hmm. right? So your opinion is not going to appeal with everybody. Right. You know, everybody has their own opinion, right? So what ends up happening is I could be talking about a particular team. Um, let's just get it out there. New England Patriots, right? We're going to be talking about these New England. So I could be talking about the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. And um, me being a New York Jets fan, mm-hmm. I don't like the Patriots. Gotcha. Hate. You know? Yeah. And I could be talking about the Patriots. And I can get some negative feedback because of what I'm saying about the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. With that being said, if I feel that your position is blasphemy, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know, listen, you, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'm going to give you, sometimes people are just antagonists to be antagonists. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't necessarily believe what they're saying. They just want to throw something out there just to see if somebody takes the bait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I take the bait and I'm, and I'll, I'll give you exactly Hook, what you want. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to give you exactly what you want mm-hmm. with that bait that you're trying to throw out there. Oh yeah. You got a shark on the end of this bait. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. However, like like Mark said, like the phenom said, sometimes the feedback is great. And what I mean by that is even if these people are being antagonists, right? Even if they are saying stuff just to hear themselves speak, mm-hmm. some of the underlying things that they are saying could be truthful. Gotcha. You know, it could be a situation where they may say, Hey, listen, y'all don't know what y'all are talking about. You need to sharpen up on this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll ignore you, you don't know what you're talking about. You need to sharpen up on your stats for baseball. Mm -hmm. I may take that into consideration like, hey, maybe this person is right and not necessarily listen to the first part of it. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're talking about. However, um, you know, and and to the flip of that, like I said, you have the people who are, oh, Bill Belichick is the best thing since sliced bread. All right. Well, here comes this. Here comes this shark. (laughs) Since since you want to throw this bait out here, here comes the shark. And then I'll give it to him. You know, so. But, it, you know, we take it in stride because at the end of the day, any comment, good or bad, is good. Is good. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you take everything with, with, with the platform that we are on and we're putting ourselves out there because we have people, listen, on our Facebook page, Baseline to Go Line podcast, follow it. <laughs> Instagram, Baseline to Go Line. Twitter, at Based the Number Two Go. Follow all of those for us. But on our brand, baby, brand. <laughs> exactly. But on our um, social media pages, we have people that's all the way from Singapore. Okay. We have people that's following us from Japan, mm-hmm. Africa. We On Facebook, we have a lot of, a lot of fans from the entire world. Mm-hmm. You know, so there, it could be situations where I may be talking about a specific topic and somebody from Boston may be listening to what we're talking about, mm-hmm. especially if I'm talking about the, the Patriots. If I'm always going to go back to the Patriots. <laughs> so if I'm going back to the Patriots, but I always tell you, though, I respect them, right? Yeah. I always tell you I respect yeah. them. Even though I don't like them, I respect them. Yeah. But with that being said, honestly, truth tells me that. Yeah. It's the truth. But honestly, it's, you know, the feedback that we're getting, like I said, good or bad, we're taking everything with stride because we're going to learn from it in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. good or bad. Gotcha. Definitely. So I have a question for you guys, um, a, a topic, the uh, the Kaepernick situation. Mm. Thoughts on that? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> this is, um, first of all, let me just give y'all a heads up. To, on, a, on the next upcoming show, never mind, I'm going to hold that. Anyway, this is, this is the thing. This is my personal opinion about Colin Kaepernick. First Amendment right. He's exercising his First Amendment right, freedom of speech, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it was silent, it was a silent protest, mm-hmm. nonviolent protest. I don't have a problem with it. What I'm irritated about is a lot of people who are saying that it's affecting, oh, he's disrespecting the troops. He's disrespecting veterans. Mm-hmm. I'm a veteran mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. I was in the Navy for five years. You can't throw that into what Colin Kaepernick is, 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 is doing. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say that is because when you put troops into something— who in the United States of America don't appreciate troops and veterans, right? Mm-hmm. So when you put what he is doing in that same category as troops, him disrespecting troops and veterans, you're taken away from what he is actually doing. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not protesting to disrespect troops and veterans. He's protesting to to bring awareness to the oppressed state that minorities and everybody in the black community has been going through for the last 500 500 years years. exactly Mm -hmm. so 
that was my biggest thing. I don't have a problem with what Colin Kaepernick did at all. Like I said, he's exercising his First Amendment right. Mm-hmm. With so with them tossing the troops and everything in there, it's just it's just clouding the bigger picture of what he's doing mm-hmm. because he's not disrespecting troops. He's not disrespecting um, veterans. That's not what he's doing. He's bringing awareness to what has been going on and what has been in the media continuously for the last two to three years. Mm-hmm. It's been in the media on a consistent mm-hmm. basis for the last two to three years. So, I mean, I, if you want to do it, continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I mean, it's just, and, and a, lot of, a lot of the stuff that, where it's coming from is from people who don't have to endure what black people endure on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That's the people who's giving it the most backlash. Mm-hmm. It's people who don't have to endure it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I, I appreciate the fact that he actually came out and he spoke about the reason why he did it. Mm-hmm. Because now it's given some people who are receptive and are open to um, communications, these different lines of communications, it's given them, it's given these people, okay, well, maybe I am looking at it from a different, from, from a bad standpoint. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to look at it from the way that he's looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I agree with you. Completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate the fact that he he can come from the perspective of being uh, a service person, mm-hmm. someone in service. My son is um, Army National Guard, so sensitivity to it. You know, I have you know family members and relatives who you know also serve. Mm-hmm. Um, my father-in-law was in the Air Force, so it's just all types of people around us. Mm-hmm. This is this is probably for me one of the. Um, one of one of the benefits of having this platform mm. is to be able to have someone it's very exciting for me to talk about sports mm-hmm. but i also love talking about social issues mm-hmm. and when the two collide mm-hmm. it's it's almost for me a uh, great opportunity on both on both both ways definitely so um i, I don't want to give too much away about my perspective or okay. my opinion about what he uh what Kaepernick has done mm-hmm. so what what can generally get out of hand sometimes mm-hmm. though is you put you you pay more attention to what he did mm-hmm. than why he did it gotcha. and when you and when you when you do that type of thing it's almost what we are what what we are conditioned in mm-hmm. in this society to do mm-hmm. is to deflect from the true problem mm-hmm. and make a problem out of something that was done in favor of something else. Exactly. So if it's this, what he did, mm-hmm. he was doing as a, in solidarity to people who suffer mm-hmm. as opposed to people seeing that um, they paid attention to what he did mm-hmm. and then disregarded him. Why? Well, I'm going to say this. I was watching uh, a 20, uh, uh, what is it called? No, Nightline. I was watching the Nightline um, um, segment, and they had during this whole stretch of time when 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 you have um, you know young black men um, un um, unarmed that have been targeted mm-hmm. and that have been shot and killed, um, apparently just because because you don't have any other reason, mm-hmm. apparently because they're black. Mm-hmm. And just being black sometimes can be a threat to white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm just speaking from a black perspective. Mm-hmm. So they were interviewing a, 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 a black man, black father, that had a 12-year-old son mm-hmm. and a white father who had a, you know, his, he was with his son. So they were interviewing him. Separate times they asked the same question. Mm-hmm. What they asked the black father was, how many? T- how how often do you think about being black? Mm-hmm. And the black uh, father said, "I think about it every day." They asked the white father, "How often you think about being white?" Mm-hmm. He said, "I hardly think about it at all." So they don't even they can't see past. They they never recognize it, so they're not gonna. Re- they don't recognize it in themselves, so they're not gonna recognize it in you. Mm. So for that reason. He has to stand up. What when you bring in? Well, you're not standing for a, a, a flag that service people fight for. Mm-hmm. Well, his right to do what he did 
was the reason why they fight. They fight for the reason for to give him for that, that first type amendment. of opportunity. For that first amendment, yeah. To express himself the way that he feels like is necessary mm-hmm. in a nonviolent, non-confrontational way. Mm-hmm. You just may have a strong opinion about it. Definitely. So your response to it is to take his jersey mm-hmm. and to put it in a pit and light it on fire. Mm-hmm. That's more of a that's more. I'm not saying it's a violent act, but it's it's closer to a violent act than what he did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the biggest thing for you know, it would mean more if Colin Kaepernick would, would actually be uh, Biden for the starting quarterback position. Yeah, but since he's playing like a bum <laughs> right now, <laughs> um, and he's not going to start, it's probably. I mean, he may not stay with the team. He may not stay with the team exactly. So, so I mean, it would like, and I'm being dead serious. It would mean a lot more if he was on a level right now as a Russell Wilson or a Cam Newton or somebody like that, mm-hmm. it would mean a lot more. Yeah. But since Colin Kaepernick is almost an afterthought right now because mm-hmm. he's playing like trash, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's probably going to get, sooner or later, it's going to get brushed brushed to the wayside. But, I mean, I agree with the phenom 115%. Exactly what we were fighting for, um, he is doing, you know, with the constant, he's exercising his First Amendment right. Yeah, and, and he's and doing it in a nonviolent way. And for, for what it's worth, so are the people who are expressing their disdain for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, that's the beauty of this country, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's the detriment of it as well. <laughs> gotcha. So switching gears just a little bit, one of the things that um, when I met um, Al um, a few weeks back that I appreciated about you is I, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time and mm-hmm. business people all the time, every week, obviously, on Enterprise Now. Definitely. Um, and one of the common themes or pieces of advice that they have for for people who are looking to get into business is just start. And after our our meeting, I'm like, he gets it. You know, they get it. They just start it. So many times, you know, we have people who want to go into business, want to be entrepreneurs, and they wait, and they wait, and they wait for it to be the perfect opportunity for them to have the perfect amount of money or the perfect... Uh, level of resources and they just they never get around to starting and so they never get around to opening that business or starting that business but you guys just started so that's I just wanted to say I I appreciate that about you guys that you just started and and that's bro and it it just seems like it's it's a minute detail but just starting is a big deal yeah definitely definitely the biggest thing for me was just not worrying about what everybody else had to say about what I was gonna do and it was for me to just say listen I love doing this Mm -hmm. and um, I'm just going to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. And once again, regardless of if we have two listeners Mm -hmm. or we have 2000 listeners, Mm -hmm. it's going to be done. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. You know, so and it's because because I am so passionate about it and I am and I love talking about sports so much. It doesn't even seem like I'm doing anything (laughs) outside of the norm. (laughs) Because once again, it's going to be talked about anything. I will always say this for anybody who is trying to start something or anybody who is willing to go out on a limb to think about starting something. The biggest thing, like Elsie said, the biggest thing is just to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can't worry about what any what any outside influences are going to say, because nine times out of 10, you're going to have a million people. I shouldn't say a million. Let's, let me scale back a little bit. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to be with you 115 mm-hmm. percent. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to be against you the exact same amount, 115 percent. Mm-hmm. You can't let that influence you at all, because if you believe in what you're going to do, regardless of if anybody else doesn't believe in, in it. Right. Mm-hmm. If you believe in it and you give it your all. You did it. Right. At the end of the day, right, you can stand up and say, "Listen, I tried to do it. Mm-hmm. It may have failed, and you may have to go back to the drawing board and try different um, angles and things of that nature." But you have went out on a limb to say, "Listen, I am comfortable enough with myself mm-hmm. that I am going to try to do something. I am going to try to open up this restaurant. I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try." It. And I don't even want to say try. I am going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that confidence in yourself, how is anybody else going to have the confidence within you? So you have to believe in yourself before anybody else is going to even think about believing in you, exactly. right? Yep. And if you don't believe in yourself, it's, I mean, confidence is the key. Mm. 
you know, we put our, like I said, we put ourselves on the line every single week that we do a show. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, even if we're getting, don't worry about the negative feedback because you're going to get it. Right. Look at that negative feedback and turn that into a positive because it can definitely happen. Awesome. It, and I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up by saying <laughs> something that I, that I actually have coined for my own self, my own life. Mm -hmm. If you never open up your selves for the opportunity to fail, mm -hmm. then you will never experience success. Gotcha. If you don't ever at least have the courage mm -hmm. to fail, mm -hmm. then you will never ever experience success because that's the building block for the difference between a person that fails mm -hmm. and a person that succeeds is if the, is the person that failed to stop trying mm. person that succeed didn't because failure is a part of the building blocks of success that's just the that's just the bottom line gotcha that's so that, that's a really good point and i know your your background i don't know how much you want to go into it but you you know that firsthand right because you've done that and mm -hmm. you've succeeded so if you had to give um, advice to to someone out there that may be listening that are you know they may be thinking about starting their podcast or or a business or whatever what would that advice be uh, you have to do whatever it takes you have to do whatever it takes to do whatever needs to be done you have to be willing to do whatever it takes um, you, uh, you you make a decision that this is what you're going to do mm -hmm. then whatever it takes for it to get done you have to go ahead and follow through with it or else it's a failure. So my advice is do it. I won't say like Nike said <laughs> it. I'll just say it's really on you mm -hmm. to make the decision. You never really understand. I, I'm from the my, my belief system is always that I didn't I don't I don't think that things develop in people. Mm. I think things are revealed to people. Mm. And unless you take the opportunities or even create those opportunities mm -hmm. to succeed, um, then you will never ever do that. I think that it's really about you making a decision gotcha. that this is what I want to do. If you, any interest that a person has, mm -hmm. any gifting or any ability or talent mm -hmm. or any um, particular service that you can provide or a product that you can create, mm -hmm. do it because no one else can feel that space but you gotcha. and there are people that can be that will draw to you mm -hmm. because you feel that space mm -hmm. and you provided a service or a product mm -hmm. that people enjoy or need gotcha. so Definitely. it's just about you making the decision to do it and just to piggyback off of what he said my thing is the biggest thing for anybody out there trying to start anything even if it's to go back to school mm-hmm or whatever the situation is. You're, the biggest thing for me is you can't be afraid to, f to fail. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because even if you go into a situation, right, and you don't even try it, how do you know if you're gonna fail or succeed? Right. You gotta put yourself out there to even try it. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta overcome your fears. Once again, you can't worry about the outside noise mm -hmm. because it's gonna come, backlash is gonna come. Misery loves company, right? Mm -hmm. So backlash and everything is gonna come. You have to just be confident within yourself and you have to formulate a plan and you just have to follow through with it. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people get hung up on. They'll, they'll think about something. They may even start to formulate the plan, but they never follow through. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to not be afraid to fail because once again, if you don't put yourself out there to even to fail, how do you know if you're going to succeed? Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, guys, we are coming up on the end of our time together. It flies by <laughs> as it does every week when I'm talking to fabulous, cool people such <laughs> as yourself. Appreciate it. Um, I tell people all the time, I love, 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 love meeting cool people. I tell mm -hmm. Al this. I tell all my guests this. <laughs> I enjoy it. That's the reason why I do this, because right, cool. of the people that I meet and the things that I learn. So give us your, your contact, your tag, places De where people can find you. Definitely, definitely. I, this <laughs> is, yes. This is what he do. <laughs> yes, definitely. So we are on Facebook. Our Facebook fan page is Baseline, the number two, Goal Line. The reason why it's the number two, because you have two people that's hosted, that's doing the show, right? Mm -hmm. So Baseline, the number two, Goal Line. We are on Instagram, Baseline, the number two, Goal Line. We are on Twitter, at Base, 
the number two and the letter go. We are also on sound. The word go. You're absolutely (laughs) right. Sorry about that. We are also on SoundCloud um, on baseline to go line. All of our shows are archived on SoundCloud as well. We have 12 episodes on SoundCloud right Mm -hmm. now. Um, Getting ready to shoot the 13th episode this week. We will be finishing up our football preview going over the AFC West and the NFC West. Um, my personal Instagram is Al Boogie the Franchise. Can't be any more simpler than that. That's who I am. <laughs> and um, mine is Phenom, the Phenom, Mark Harris. And it's, uh, I think the underscore is the underscore Phenom, Phenom underscore Mark, Mark underscore Harris. Gotcha. gotcha. Hey, let me just say that too, because mine is Al underscore Boogie underscore the underscore franchise. Yep. So yeah, that's it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, for joining me on Enterprise Thank you. Now. Thank you. You are Thank listening you. to Enterprise Now on WQYL DB Radio. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.